music. Today on Patch Notes by Gaming Access Weekly, with the exception of Annapurna Interactive Showcase on June 29th, the big video games for the month have come to an end, and boy, they were great. Uh, we're talking the Jeff Keighley-hosted Summer Game Fest kickoff, the Xbox Showcase, and Starfield Direct, of course, and the Ubisoft Forward. All right, so we've got a bunch coming up tonight, so stay tuned. Again, you've got myself, Amanda, and I have Nick and Robin joining me tonight. Hello. Hi, all. <laughs> We're not quite sure where poor Chewie is today, but if he jumps back, if he jumps in the middle of recording, we'll, of he course, may, you know, yeah, have he may him join say hello. Us. He may yeah. join us. Just a he, mid-session introduction, like, hey, he's back. It happens. We'll be like, huzzah, because Discord will make that wonderful, like, hello noise. <laughs> yes, it's fantastic, sure. especially when it happens in the middle of somebody else's stream and you scramble to check your own Discord. <laughs> I feel like Chewie joining us mid will be like a like a DLC for this podcast. Right, right. It's a bonus. It's an added bonus, except you don't have to pay for it. Exactly. Dang right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. So I see we all survived Summer Game Fest. Uh, thus far. I mean, it te technically hasn't stopped, right? Like, it technically doesn't stop until opening night live at Gamescom in, what, September or August? But at, at Gamescom least... is August. <laughs> at least it's not as um, prolonged as it has been in years past. So Yeah. Yeah, I was you know. looking through my spreadsheet of last year's shenanigans. And uh, there was definitely more stuff in July. They, the amount of events that they had for the past three years was uh, was pretty ridiculous. And so, yeah, the the, I mean, with like SGF being finally in person again, and uh, and everything like coalescing kind of into their own places now. Like, get back in your zone. <laughs> yeah, compared to last year, the stuff he feels like a like the evolution or like, I don't know, a spin-off of E3 instead of spreading it constantly for the entire summer. Do you remember how stressful last year was? Oh my God, God. last year was uh, so... Yeah. At a point... There was an event like every single day. Like it was yeah. nonsense. Yeah, I was typing until like I couldn't feel my fingertips anymore last year. Although yeah, this I year... Yeah. I don't know how you <laughs> handle uh, yeah. that. Jesus. I... I do want to like to preface like uh, or take a moment to say like, hey, Amanda, you fucking killed it this oh, God, yeah. uh, last week um, because I uh, if anybody hasn't paid attention to our socials, Amanda runs those and she was tweeting nonstop like every single event, every single announcement. Please go give all those some views and some likes because she totally deserves it in lieu of our website, you know, having its issues that's like go to our socials please give them views because amanda has been killing it yeah and they're like quality oh. tweets i tried live tweeting yeah. that it was just it just became garbled mess 
but Amanda's yeah. tweets were fantastic. So thank she you so had, much for doing that. She found not only assets to tweet out, she had the right hashtag, she had the right ats, like she did everything awesome. So also in case any um potential um you know, people are listening. There's a social media manager that is really good at her job and might, you know, could really use, you know, a look-see. Oh, you guys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're going to make me cry. And she's a mom. And she's just the best, in, like, in general, you know? Yeah. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> well, you deserve it. I mean, not you don't deserve to cry. Don't, yeah, not, not no, that, wait. but... But you did. De you deserve all the the lauds and everything. So you deserve um, yeah. all the love you get for seriously. All go the stuff you do for us. Yeah, go check Even out those threads. This. Yeah. Even hosting our our the patch notes like primarily I podcast producer. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I can't do an intro like that good. God no! I just start rambling about Starfield probably. <laughs> Wait, hold it. Fine, fine. Oh, believe me, it, it took every fiber of my being to just not start talking about Star Wars Outlaws. But I will, <laughs> I will wait. Oh, so good. <laughs> so uh, do you want to start off by talking about how um, the amazing diversity that was on display during SGF? Oh, my God. Wanna... <laughs> mm. As a woman in games. Yeah, yeah. Jeff, Jeff he can Keeley's do better. He can do better. Made me a little was... sad. Yeah. That like, was shocking to see, to be honest with you. Um, Not even that's like an oversight. It's just a shock at this point. Yeah. It just, like, you know what would have been a great spot for a woman on stage? Like, I want to hear more from the voice actress of Saga in Alan Wake 2. I oh, want to yeah, hear yeah. what it was like yes. for her to come into this, like, cult classic-y type franchise. Because I mean that's that's a big deal. I mean that's a big deal. We're getting an Alan Wake too, but like, you know, adding a co-protagonist to the game. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, dudes. Like that's I love that they're doing that. It's not just a side character. It's fifty-fifty between Alan Wake and Saga, and right. her character seems so interesting. I'm and um, and I think we mentioned it last time, but it's like the uh, Sam Lake's character who is not Max Payne. Um, I believe is the same FBI agent from Quantum Break, which is like the only thing tying it to Quantum Break, like being in the same universe. So, yep, like that's super exciting for me as you know one of the few fans of Quantum Break. It's fun. It's fine. It's a fine video game. It's Try it. It's on Game Pass. Game. It's more. It's than fine. such a good game. It's... Okay, it's a good game and a fine TV show. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I love remedies special brand of bullshit anyways we're again getting getting forward ahead so do you want to just like kind of start at the beginning and kind of go down each of the uh things that came out or like because oh, we we all have lists pulled up of like everything that was announced but it's kind of like uh what do we do what do we start yeah <laughs> well i mean we can start at the end and work our way back because i feel like a couple of you yeah. are going to have things to say about final fantasy 7 rebirth i need to finish uh remake first and foremost but um having being a gigantic fan of the original i love seeing the differences in it and i love seeing just uh, god the amount of detail in the, like because we're now getting into the open world since the first game all took place within Midgar 
And in uh, in the original game, Midgar was like the first, I don't know, five to ten hours at most. So now getting out of the city and going into the open world, seeing all the iconic locations like Junon and, uh, oh man, it's uh, I am so pumped for it. It's it hits right in the nostalgia, right in the feels of just being like transporting me all the way back to being 12 playing, you know, Final Fantasy 7 back in the day and just being absolutely blown away by it. Like I uh it's I can't wait for it. I love it. Yeah, I really need to play the remake cuz I've never played Final Fantasy 7 in general. Oh. I know, Man, I know. It's so important. <laughs> you, you make those noises for Robin, but what if I drop a hard truth? That's, you know, I look at this point at my age, I expect it. I have not played Final Fantasy. That's fine. I, I spent my formative years growing up playing Tomb Raider. Yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> Honestly, it, it's that's, certainly that's valid. Like uh, the only reason I got to play Final Fantasy Seven was that was the first Final Fantasy I played, um, because my brother's friend lent it to us and I devoured it. I was like, it, I had two games that I played, and those like I don't know. 97 98 99 it, it was i played final fantasy 7 and i played metal gear solid so you know those were my two formative things and then it was final fantasy 8 and final fantasy 9 so the only problem is i don't and i'm gonna catch heat for this i don't really remember final fantasy 9 all that much like 7 was much more the formative impact on me um i know 9 is beloved by many and is a formative impact on them it's still a great game, and there's going to be a remake of it because of the stupid NVIDIA leak that is still undefeated. <sighs> oh, yeah, I forgot but about yes, that. <laughs> but yes, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, um, it got a date of, I think, early next year, early 2024, if yes. I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, it which was just is, a window, yeah. early, yeah. early well, 24. Uh, when they initially talked about it, you know, well, I don't remember when it was at um, a Sony event ages ago now. And by ages, I mean months um, that said it was like winter 2024, which everybody was pointing out like that doesn't mean 2023. That can mean, you know, January or February. So I would I would guess it comes out in that first quarter next year. But knowing how. Um, how much they put into it, it will, it, I mean, give them all the time they need. That's all I have to say. That Just give them all the time they need, you know? Yeah, I mean, at this rate, like, with the volume of games that's been announced, games coming up, you want to come out mid to end 2024? That's fine. I haven't yeah. even started Remake yet. Give me some time. Yeah. I'm begging you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Speaking of that. Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, no, no go, go ahead. ahead. I was gonna I was I was setting up for a segue and you beat me to it. Go ahead. <laughs> and speaking of release dates and packed schedules, we got a release date for Spider-Man 2 at this shindig. Finally. October 20th. So it Which... joins the bevy of games coming out in the month of October. Yeah. But what I'd like to call isn't it three days after Alan Wake 2, so I'll be busy. But isn't it isn't it crazy that like this year, especially September is the giant month and the latter fall months aren't especially packed. 
right? Oh yeah, September. Yeah, September true. is the the nut bar one. Yeah, and I mean, August, as as well as I, August, we yeah. have Armored Core Six, CF Stars, and the full release of Baldur's Gate Three too. Right, and then uh, and Baldur's Gate Three releases, I think, August thirty first, and then six days later is Starfield. Oh God. And yeah, it's. I mean, you know, if everything holds constant, which you know, in the gaming industry, that's never a given. So. It, uh, something could get pushed to November, but still, like, what do we even have that's supposed to release in November this year? Well, let's see, November. That's a good point. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. like a dragon, uh, Gaiden, the man who erased his name. Right, which which yeah. is, like, not a remake, but it takes place between five, Yakuza 5 and 6, I want to say. Supposedly the day before, but... No. <laughs> um. uh, Persona 5 Tactica. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the unfortunate releases. Man, if that game wasn't spoiled. That, oh, yeah, if that wouldn't have been leaked, that would have been both, a mind-blowing announcement. Both it yeah. and it's uh, and uh, Persona 3 Remake would have been... Reload, yeah. yeah. Fucking Biomutant. What the hell? Yeah, right. Biomutant on this. Yeah, look at look at this, man. November is typically like your well, like the and, month. Uh, well, also to be fair, wow. I just realized we haven't had a Call of Duty event yet this year, have we? No, no we haven't. Normally, that's in like April or May. Well, they usually they have something pretty big at Gamescom. Right, but they usually do their whole like reveal event in like the uh it's usually before the nba finals because remember that's how like black ops 4 got spoiled (laughs) Um, and so like we haven't even had them because what was last year last year was was that modern warfare 2 no modern warfare 2 yeah yeah so that would mean this year is uh um not sledgehammer uh or would it be Sledgehammer now? I don't know. They skipped a year and then they went back and forth. So it's, you know, in between that. Oh, yeah, man. I, have, I have no idea what's but happening. Anyways, there. we can expect potentially for a Call of Duty to come out in November. That's typically its release window, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so well, October, November. Was it last year? It was October or like the past two years? It was October. Oh, man. I don't remember. You're asking too much of me now. <laughs> Wait, so there's I literally mean, nothing else coming out later in the fall? Yeah, like, I mean, Avatar comes out in December, which we got oh, a good, yeah. uh, I mean, Avatar Cry, Avatar Cry, I like that. Everything is, everything is Far Cry, Ubisoft. I mean, look, it looked cool, obviously, most trailers look cool and I'm always willing to give it the benefit of a doubt. Uh benefit of the doubt, not a doubt. Um uh well it, here's our to be announced stuff. Um oh man, there's a lot here. Yeah, the new <laughs> well cocoon also, which apparently reviewed very well at um at, at Summer Days. Games Fest, yeah. at Play Days, which also, look, I'll eat the crow if it turns out to be awesome, but apparently Foam Stars is fucking cool. And 
Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like apparently, every... Foam Stars is just dope AF. A <laughs> lot of a lot of people came away from Foam Stars being like, "Dude, this game is actually really cool," and it just man, that shows you how like it shows on a trailer versus like getting it in person, getting it in your hands. Honestly, to me, if that game isn't like part of you know uh, um, PlayStation, whatever their games, their free games that program is called. Or at least there's got to be something to get that in players' hands because it just doesn't... I don't think you pay $60 for that. Oh, heck US, no. at least. Like, yeah, that, no. like that just... It, or 70 as, you know, evidence from PlayStation 5 stuff. It yeah, just, it'll probably appear on their PS Plus Gold, whatever it's called. Oh, also, uh, Silk Song is still not announced. RAP, um, well, not RAP, but Honk Honk My Nose, because I'm a fucking clown for believing that would be at one of these shows. Hey, man, it's okay. I still It'll... have a sliver of hope for Beyond Good and Evil 2, okay? Don't. I I'm telling you, I know I said I didn't. I I said I didn't you but I still had that... hope. The difference no. is we saw gameplay for Silk Song. That's the difference. That's true. <laughs> Everything um, hurts. Anyways, God. I've, um, I've given up on that dream. Yeah. So, yeah, we have the release date for Spider-Man in October. Gameplay looks phenomenal, as all Insomniac games always do. They're having um the Venom stuff come in. So we're going to have... And, and they talked about it being a dual protagonist situation. So where you play as both Miles and as Peter. Um, I don't know how that's going to translate. Like, the only game that I can ever think of doing something like that well was gta 5 of all things that game turns yeah. 10 10 years old this year just fyi so feel old oh god and well, yeah the um, last of us's 10th anniversary was like this yeah. week yep 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 yep, yep. world um oh, Jesus Christ. so i here's a fun fact uh the apartment i'm currently living in i lived in when i moved into uh 10 years ago so I have a poster for GTA 5 that I got from GameStop when I pre-ordered it for the Xbox 360. Man, I remember that poster. <laughs> I just <laughs> think just it was two full years before it came out for PC. Yeah. It like, oh, anyways, October 20. Yeah, uh, I, I'm. it's Insomniac. You know, the games are looked smooth as hell look awesome it really did look like i i always have a trouble when they insomniac shows their gameplay because it looks it's so smooth that it makes me think it's a quick time event and i know it's not <laughs> but uh what do you think about the reveal that venom won't be eddie brock brian the guitar revealed that on stage yeah it's it fine they've already done some kind of some their of their own stuff with it and spider-man is already its own wacky ip enough like there's already weird stuff with it already so fine i'm not as huge of a spider-man fan that i'm gonna freak out about it not being eddie brock but i mean it is kind of like eh, you know that that is venom right i am uh... That voice. <laughs> oh. All right. Um, honestly, um, the uh, seeing that Prince of Persia 
yes. um, Metroidvania. That looks so good. I, I was honestly like, uh, hello? Like, yes, this looks amazing. I know it's not the Sands of Time remake, but it. Uh, I'm all about it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a sucker for Metroidvanias, obviously. But seeing like all the cool powers and stuff and then um the like kind of extended look we got during the ubisoft forward really i mean just sold me more on it like that yep i'm i'm in yeah it just it's just nice to see them not working on a gigantic open world game and kind of going a bit back to the roots of what right? they've done in the yeah. past with like rayman right. so when you see something like this it's like wow they're still investing in cool idea which gives me a little bit more hope yeah like and especially going back to the roots of prince of persia yeah i know i saw somebody post they were like prince of persia going back to the truth of the 3d uh game and it was just like i'm dead inside now (laughs) (laughs) but like the the art style was really cool too i was like yeah let's go it, it wasn't um it definitely stands apart from other uh metroidvanias always have been I've always had each had their own distinctive style, whether it be the Castlevanias or Hollow Knight or Dead Cells or etc. You know, um, and this one had much more of a. It's very similar to Metroid Dread, but a little bit more high definition. I think maybe just to the fact that it's not a a, a primary Switch title, but you know that doesn't mean anything really. And like this one, I mean, this one's going to get put on my Switch right away just because oh, yeah. like, I feel like this is like the perfect game for a Switch. Oh, yeah. Oh, Metroidvanias are 100% awesome for a Switch, which, hey, guess what? You know what else is on Switch that you should totally get if you haven't played it yet? Hollow Knight. <laughs> Fine, I'll play Hollow Knight. Still haven't played that, actually. If you have hey, listen, it is one of the best time to money spent ratios you will ever, ever do. This is just, I'm not sponsored by them. It is just one of my favorite games of all time. So if you're yeah, listening you know, to this and you haven't played Hollow Knight, play Hollow Knight. Play it right now. Yeah, play I it. think next Steam sale, it. I might just pick it up. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Nick, are you telling us you're a Hollow Knight fan? Do it. I have no idea. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, ho. Ah, Groba. Finish See, him and Hollow Knight. It. Hollow Knight fans will understand what I just did. Hikale. Okay. Um, finish him. So, are you talking about Mortal Kombat 12? Uh, that's Mortal Kombat <laughs> One. They rebooted everything. So, Mortal Kombat. No. So that happened in Mortal Kombat. You mean? So you mean Mortal Kombat, which came out between Mortal Kombat? What was that? Deadly Alliance and Mortal Kombat X. You mean that Mortal Kombat when they rebooted everything? They do a lot of reboots, my god. Or do you mean Somewhere. Mortal Kombat that came out in 1992? Somewhere Ed Boon is like shaking his head at you. <laughs> no, yeah. Ed Boon is a troll. Do not ever <laughs> believe a word that man tweets because it is always uh, either a joke or real and you can never tell the difference. Anyways, yes, Mortal Kombat 1, we got that announcement. It's coming out. We saw another trailer, some actual gameplay this time where they showed off the cameo stuff which is straight up just ripped off of Marvel versus Capcom. Um, okay, I'm glad someone else said that, because yeah. when they were showing us this, I'm like, I, 
I feel like I've seen this before. Uh, having assist fighters in Mortal Kombat is the wildest thing ever. Um, kind of a hot take and something I agree with after like more like watching more and more and of of stuff is that um, especially compared to like Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat is not that complicated of a fighting game and dare I say not even that good of a fighting game but is a great game and stylish is all hell and of course the reason people play Mortal Kombat is because they have a pretty good story campaign and you get to tear people in half with like flame dragons so yeah um, man I don't and I don't with oh sorry oh, sorry there you go <laughs> right. yeah I don't shy squishy. away from gore but holy squishy shit. squishy it's yeah, um, I was gonna say with the unreal five upgrade god yeah it's yeah. so yeah. squishy um the uh what was it um he was in an interview and i can't remember where it was i want to say it was part of the xbox extended showcase but it may have been elsewhere um no you know what i think think oh where was it it might was it on the giant bomb couch anyways he talked about you know the level between making people laugh when things happen you know it's the camp it's like the evil dead sort of uh you know the the b-movie gore ridiculousness of it where you're you're laughing at it because it's so absurd yeah and that's kind of the fine line to draw it and um they asked him even like you know what's your favorite fatality you've seen and he's like it hasn't been seen yet so um and not only that but there's been some that they even left on the cutting room floor because it was too much so yeah just just think about that <laughs> i also yeah, heard like the graphics rumor. were great but like the foley work too and all the squishes it was just oh, like god. oh my god yeah <laughs> I I'm sure their sound that, designer had fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be that audience in that studio. Yeah, recording that. I don't want to be there. <laughs> um, I follow a few Foley artists on TikTok and them showing stuff off. They're like, "This is how you make a good bone break," and it's just cabbage. But um, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, but uh, like the whole the whole cameo thing too is that each of the fighters may not be actual. Like you can't play as them. So you know, like. Goro is not a selectable fighter, but he is a cameo fighter. I don't know if this is true or not. I'm just using this as an example. And so, um, like, there's speculation like, well, you know, if everybody uses this cameo fighter a lot, then maybe that will clue them into who to add next to the game. But oh, it, it is it is pretty cool. The storylines have been really good from uh from Mortal Kombat 11 and Aftermath into this one and Liu Kang being like the new fire god and rebooting the universe and like now uh like all the old rivalries are dead so like Scorpion and Sub-Zero in this one are brothers or or like instead of it being that they were super rivals you know responsible for like killing each other um in the other in the other games so um, and like Kano was just straight up like a friend to some of them instead of being, you know, the asshole that Kano has been previously. If you follow Mortal Kombat lore, you know what I'm talking about. If not, this is just bypassing. You've already your eyes have already rolled back in your head. He's not wrong. <laughs> Listen, it's as long as we didn't see whatever the like per like uh, viewer stand in was in the Mortal Kombat movie. 
I, I don't even, I struggle to remember his name. Just white bread is what it was. That, that character was nothing. Anybody? No, nobody. No. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. This wasn't a good movie. And I just kind of, it was an entertaining entertaining movie for Mortal Kombat, but yeah, it was who the fuck was that? Anyways, anyways, um, <laughs> yeah. So after that, we had what? Um, well, well in this article, say, we're going we'll just, down. Well, I was gonna uh, say um, we'll go to Sonic. Oh yeah, the, I mean, the yeah. Fortnite exists, but yeah. Hey, so, listen, Sonic Optimus Prime is in Fortnite, and Optimus Prime is tiny. <laughs> Why is he? He's small. He. I know. I know. He's an. He's an outfit. So it's the players dressing up as him. But it is weird to see a giant robot being the size of a man. Yeah, it's a little glaring. It's, I mean, it's just funny. Like, Fortnite continues to be the most absurd crossover that we've ever had. It just is straight up, like, that's what it is. It is, uh, like, IP the game. Like, it is uh, uh, Ready Player One, the video game. That's what it is. Yep, at this point, it pretty much is that. But um, but yeah, that that, that uh, Sonic thing looks uh, honestly, it looked really cool. Like seeing the updated, um, seeing the updated graphics, like with the old school stuff. I know that they did say that it's not gonna have, uh, what was it? Green? Fe- I almost said like whatever. I always get confused with Kirby's green, green, whatever. Um, Green Hill Zone. That's what I was trying to think of. That they're not gonna have that, but it's. Apparently it's really cool and the four player co-op awesome hell yeah, yeah. let's do that. You can choose you can choose yeah. between Sonic, Tails, Knuckles and Amy Rose. Mhm. Quick, either of Coming you who is Amy Rose? Fall. Who is Amy I, Rose? I, either of I you. I know so little about Sonic that I I don't even want to guess. I know Amanda. Nothing. I played Tails in a group in elementary school, but Okay, that's, that's not what I asked. I who is Amy Rose? Is she the pink one? You're getting closer. Okay. <laughs> okay. Whatever. It's not Rouge the Bat, so it doesn't count. Anyways. Uh, moving on. <laughs> what, you're not going to tell us who Amy Rose is? Huh? Oh, Amy Rose is a, is a pink hedgehog. There. Yeah, I told you who Amy Rose one. is. I don't remember if she's Sonic's girlfriend or what her relation is. Um, because I think there's also just like for <sighs> listen, some okay. animals have sex appeal in the Sonic universe. That's all I'm saying. Oh, Amy Rose is one of the main characters of the anime series Sonic X and its comic series published by Archie Comics. Oh my god, the Archie caring, Comics series! If she feels threatened, she can instantly turn into a heavyweight hothead. <laughs> okay. I don't know if uh, the Archie comics are part of this timeline, which is weird to say with Sonic, but yeah. Also, Sonic in the Archie comics has like reset the universe a la Flashpoint. So, um, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Oh, man. Yeah, I stand on <sighs> what I said. I have I know nothing about Sonic. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So um, we mentioned earlier about um, I'm just going to hard cut to moving on. Um, <laughs> Alan Wake 2, we mentioned it already about it. The 50-50 split, you know, between 
um, Alan Wake and Saga. Um, there was, I think, in at Playdays, there was an extended look where everybody got to play as Saga, like the whole gameplay that we saw. So, um, and it's they are straight; they're going straight survival horror this time. Whereas the first Alan Wake was more like action horror. And um, if you played any Remedy game prior to that, they've all been pretty action. You know, Control was very sci-fi action-y with yeah. bits of horror thrown into it. Um, Quantum Break was just a TV show that you played the interstitials between. Um, it was still really fun, but also probably the most sci-fi of their games. Um, honestly, if you've ever seen the show Twin Peaks, you know what a Remedy game is. So yep. yeah, it, it looks really cool. It's coming out this year. I can't wait because Remedy is awesome. I still need to play the first one, and it's a DLC. So wait, whoa, whoa! You can't just, wait, wait, yeah. You can't just jump over that. You haven't played Alan Wake? No, not yet. Well, now's oh the perfect God. time because yeah. of the remaster. <laughs> I am busy with Destiny and Warframe. <laughs> That's fair, but yeah, um. I am so excited for Alan Wake 2. I've been waiting for this literally since... Well, it's been 13 Almost, years. I was going to say, like, 13 years now. Yeah. <laughs> and it goes beyond that, because I've been following Alan Wake's development since the 2005 XO5 demo. That they oh, showed. my God. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, I've been following this game since I was, like... Oh, my God, 12? Which uh, which magazine did you read it in? Um, I don't, I don't remember, but I remember watching the same YouTube presentation of when it used to be an open world game with a tornado ripping through a town. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm from back then, so I'm very, I've been waiting for a sequel for years. Whoa. Yeah, I'm already, I've already planned to take off um, that day, and hopefully it launches on a Thursday, so I can take off Thursday and Friday and just, like, just power through that game. Cause I'm long so weekend. Yeah, what is the 17th? That yeah. is... The 17th is a Tuesday. Of course it's a Tuesday. Games usually release on Tuesday. So, no, listen, that just means you have to take Tuesday that whole week off. Oh, no. I can't do that. I mean, isn't Thanksgiving in Canada in October? When is it? Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) To the Canadian. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Listen, I never know the date. Someone just left, like, my partner lets me know, like, a week before. It's like, okay, cool. That's great. Is it like uh, here in the States? Is it like the fourth Thursday of the month or is it? I'm Googling this as we speak. Oh, October 9th. I'm screwed. Never mind. Ah, dang. Yeah. It's okay because I'm already taking like a week off for Starfield because I yeah. got the early access, which comes out on Friday. Of and course I'm, you did. Of course I did. I'm probably taking the entire week off to be honest. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, no, I yeah, yeah, I haven't played it yet. It's it's been one of those where I think I played like an hour of it just to like get any achievement to like encourage me to start it, and that was like eight years ago. It's just been one of those that sat on the back burner. And I love remedy games. Like I play like Max Payne one was one that I played so much in the early parts of uh, my you know youth. Not that saying that kids should play that game, but you know, <laughs> weird dead baby. Uh, stuff happens in that game <laughs> spoilers for a what 15 year old game uh no more than that god when did that game come out 2004 2003 almost a 20 year old game if not a 20 year old game 2001 oh my god oh 
Jesus. No, I'm already if y'all, old. If y'all hear that, that's the sound of me crumbling further into dust. <laughs> um, oh my god, 2001. Yeah. I was nine. Jesus. Um. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> no, it's just like, how, like, fucking, oh man. The reality of like time just hit us all at the same time. 13, 14? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. We're going to move on to a brand new game, so I don't have to feel old. (laughs) I was trying to. From from a franchise that I don't play, so I also don't, you know, have to feel old. But Like a Dragon, Gaiden is coming this November. The man who erased his name. Yeah, yeah. that's a heck of a subtitle. Yeah. Yeah, It it is the first um, uh, game that we're getting. uh, I mean, because... Yakuza 7, Like a Dragon, introduced us to, um, oh my god, I'm blanking, Ichiban, uh, who's yeah. a new, the first new protagonist outside of Kazuma Kiryu and uh, Majima, who I can't remember which game Majima started, or if he even started again. I think you play as him at a few different points. Um, but this spinoff gets us back to playing as Kiryu, and it does um, take place between two mainline titles already. I don't remember if we already talked about this or if we talked about this beforehand, before we started recording. I'm going to be perfectly honest. Brain's a little foggy. But yeah, it's... Look, uh, Yakuza is one of the weirdest franchises out there. Not only did we get this, um, I'm just going to go ahead and jump ahead to like in the Xbox showcase they announced, which is actually Yakuza 8, but it wasn't announced as Yakuza 8 because it was announced as Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. Um, that was an interesting trailer. But that's actually that. The craziest thing. So all of the Yakuza games typically take place in the same like corner of Japan. Like the same uh uh I don't remember what it's exactly called, like prefecture or whatever. Uh the same town. This is the they're going to Hawaii. Like I cannot wait for the like wackiest take of Japan and see how they treat America because the the amount of satire that they're like have a laser focus on in Japan now have that targeted on us is amazing and I cannot wait for it you know what the funny thing is in exactly one minute, the RGG summit's starting. That's going to show. I forgot Yakuza. about that. Yep. <laughs> Literally, it's going to count on 45 seconds to the RGG summit. Oh, boy. But oh, yeah. 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 You know, stay in that kind of same vein and take us to Sandland. Yeah. It's um, the new action game from Akira Toyama and Bandai Namco. This one so, looks cool as heck. And then yes. I learned it's based off a of manga. Yeah. Yep. Um, I did not know that Sandland is a very popular manga by Toriyama, obviously, because everybody, his style is so iconic. Um, but yeah, it, it's like a 20-year-old manga that he made um, that now I have to go read. I believe there's also an anime coming for it, too. That would not be surprising. 
And it, does it, nobody has any other kind of background on Sandland? <laughs> Not Cause, really, because I never yeah. knew about it either. I love Akira Toriyama's works, and I've never heard of Sandland. So I also need to read this now. Uh, I mean, I'm going to be honest. The only things I know Toriyama from is Dragon Ball Z, uh, Dragon Ball, really the whole Dragon Ball franchise. And was it Blue Dragon? That was Dragon. it, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, he also did the artwork for Chrono Trigger. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's all I got. <laughs> I have. I, I'm very tepid when it comes to open world games from Bandai Namco because they have, well, especially like anime type games, they are very hit and miss, um, or hit or miss. Like, you know, Jump Force, for example. At, Awesome premise, bring all the uh, Shonen Jump characters together in a fighter. That game played like crap. It was like, I mean, you, you want to talk about frame stuff. Like, you, you're, uh, there was a tax that drew, dropped it down to like 10 frames a second. Like, it was bad. Oh, God. But it, it's also like, this was obviously like a caching game, and they kept adding characters to it, which of course they did. Shonen Jump's a I mean, what a 50 year history or something like that of characters to draw from. So they kept adding to it and just seeing this, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm tepid. I'll give it a chance, but you gotta, you gotta show me something more, you know, uh, that's just where I approach it from any of these type of games. They're very much like, I don't know. Yeah. You gotta wait and see how it actually does. And like the, what was it? Um, the Kakarot, how it just kind of came and went. Like people played it and was like, "Yeah, it's okay." You know, if you're a fan, great. But if you're not, whatever. I'm just afraid of it being like the same kind of thing. Like, hey, you know, hey, he's doing a a game based on his manga. Ooh, cool, crazy. Oh my I god, know. I forgot right. about Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Right it's in my Steam library, I have 79 minutes on it. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yep. <sighs> the backlog. It's yeah. yep. Yeah. But I mean, if anybody else has played it, let me know. Like maybe I'm I'm just too cynical about them. But yeah, I just I I I feel like I felt like Jump Force especially was like actively hating me, like trying not to get me to play the game. So maybe I'm just drawing too much on my experience from that and applying it to here. But I don't but know. you know, another Bandai Namco game was Elden Ring. No, but see, that's a published game. Like, who, that's true. Uh, you know, if still from because soft, it's still from soft, right? And Bandai uh, or Bamco is, you know, call it Namkai Bando is a a huge company. They got so many things. So that's true. It's yeah, yeah. <sighs> Anyways. Other games based I, off of anime, uh, Pal World. Yeah, I was gonna say Pokemon with guns, everybody. It's not, shut up! It's don't... not Pokemon. Nintendo representatives <laughs> will come to your house and remove I, it from you. They'll send Pinkerton agents. I don't understand this game at all. It would be what the most the... exciting thing to happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> this game still makes no sense to me. It's it's your you have cute pokemon-esque creatures with guns yeah you have... that's it so instead of pokemon uh fighting with regular moves 
you have um cute sheep with in place gun turrets so it's and, digimon um no but see digimon <laughs> at least like threw bombs and stuff at each other this is just straight up like oh they know how to use uh you know a, a gatling gun why not <laughs> it's absurd it's ridiculous um and it still yeah. somehow looks visually better than recent Pokemon games. Right. Yes. Well, it's also not um, a first party Switch game or anything like that, which, you know, sure. not saying anything because, I mean, fucking Tears of the Kingdom exists for Switch and Xenosaga exists for the Switch. Xenosaga? Xenogears? No, no. Xenoblade Chronicles. Thank you. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to get there. <laughs> we went to the Xenosaga. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's... Uh, primarily there's been other betas out for it already um on steam so it is legally distinct pokemon so um i mean With forced labor because i'm watching a trailer right now there's, a, yeah. there's an assembly line of hey listen guns hey listen um what are you doing when you're forcing your pokemon to battle for you huh oh shit or to carry you because <laughs> you can't swim you bastard <laughs> oh what you got you can't get through the wall because it's a stone and you have to use a guy, a guy to punch the stone oh you can't see in the cave so you have to use flash to see that you know, it's a tree you can't cut down so you have to use cut mm-hmm. sounds like a lot of forced labor already in the pokemon world you know you know what i'm saying anyways uh support the proletariat uh- and so a big surprise at SGF was seeing as much as we did about Path of Exile 2. Yeah, that does look really good. I'll never play it because the skill trees scare me. I forgot about Path of Exile 2. It looks really good. It so looks the problem, super good. Yeah, the problem is, is it came out or it showed right after Diablo 4 came out. And Diablo 4 is so good. Um, I'm not saying that Path, Path of Exile really is good um and i cannot imagine that its sequel will be anything less than stellar um like when the monster busts out of the wall and the trailer sending everything splintering was just like amazing (laughs) it path of exile really carried the torch for the diablo kind of style especially the older style of diablo not like diablo 3 style yeah um from that last thing like it, it is very much that grim kind of just icky 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 gross kind of feeling um but also uh path of exile being a free-to-play game having an absolutely crazy stat tree one but also all of their stuff is caused like all their uh um like the pay or what's it called transactions (sighs) yeah all the microtransactions are cosmetic so it's you know like it is with uh with other ones there's not there's no pay to win there it's simply just it is a very grindy game but it also is very satisfying yeah it looked awesome and i'm looking forward to diving in we're gonna um the end of that trailer though that they showed at summer game fest um teased another event on july 28th where we'll get to know more about the game sure why not (laughs) Add, add another thing to the calendar yeah uh, and speaking of grimy uh yeah lies of p i've had a pretty good showing at sgf yeah. and 
dropped a demo right there, which was pretty cool. Now, I played the demo. I fucking suck at it, but I suck at most Souls-like games. Now, pff, who the fuck are we kidding? I suck at all Souls-like games. <laughs> <laughs> oh my and this God, one was no different, but it was gorgeous. I, I forgot there's a demo. I'm downloading it right now. I um yeah, I still haven't downloaded the demo again. I am I'm 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 very content to watch other people take on this um and then try it once it's on release. Um and not saying that I'm one not one for demos, but with my history of Souls games and my history of Souls like games, I am still very trepidatious when it comes to it. I'm still very much a all right i'm i gotta wait for this because i don't know um i played so many of them that are good other ones that are terrible and other ones that are just like um like you got the core concept but nothing else so yeah i'm i'm interested but i'm gonna go off on a tangent here can we can we stop with the like classic childhood IP turning it into horror. Can we please? Uh, okay. Because Can we like, stop it with crappy horror? Because I feel like this is gonna be good, like, but like the Winnie the Pooh movie, no, that's just terrible. Right, but it's not it's <laughs> yeah. like what why is that the first instinct? Why why is that like ah, here's your pure classical, you know, just child haha, you know, this was a feel-good thing, and now it's grimy and he eats people and blood, blah blah blah. blah. Like why? 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 Like it's just I have to pervert this like a lot classic of these, children thing, and it's just well, like what we know has been like Disneyfied, right? So, like but, Little Mermaid, for well, example. No, I, I, mean, I get Little that. Little Mermaid was not a feel good story. Well, until, no, and I get know, that. Disney like, yeah, all the grim, uh, the grim fairy tales are like that, right? Like all the classic fairy tales, Hansel and Gretel, and everything have all been very much made nicer over time but uh, what i mean is like winnie the pooh is obviously the one that we think about but also like pinocchio like it's okay uh, also i thought it was funny that like puppets or i one of the trailers was like it was like the gameplay breakdown and they were like and p has a prosthetic i'm like he's a puppet it's all prosthetic <laughs> i i get what they're going for but like hmm um and then the puppets have blood but i i digress i'm not i'm not judging it again once it comes out i'll play it make my judgment then (sighs) i just just, listen it's just quit being so creatively bankrupt that your first instinct is to pervert a childhood treasure that's it. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm excited if they ever make a Grinch Doom-like game. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <laughs> look, I don't need them to keep remaking Grinch, period. Like, <laughs> I, But again, I don't need the Grinch to be like a super murderer, which they probably have already done, because they've already done it with Santa Claus. He's already been that. It starred Goldberg, and it was awful. Ugh. <sighs> Oh yeah. See, that's an article for whenever you know if we and can then, get our website alive again. And then they turned it around and made him like, oh no, he's actually the protector then, and it stars David Harbor because we don't know what else to put David Harbor in. And here's a Christmas movie that comes out in fucking April. <laughs> David Harbor 
is one of the protagonists in Alone in the Dark. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about that. That was not at Summer Game Fest, so. (laughs) (laughs) You, okay. The video game? Or the yeah. Paul W.S. Anderson movie from like the 19, like no, the, the video game. Okay. The new one. <sighs> yeah, he and Jodie Comer are co-starring. But good. So why not? Nick, you're a Warhammer fan. Yes, for the Space Emperor. Marine Two is going to have three-player co-op. Yes, that yes, looks that so good. So uh, honestly, it makes me so happy seeing that because the first one was basically a gears-like. Um, like your cover based system, but kind of, but not because you got health back by melee killing enemies. Um, and then you got like a bunch of, you know, crazy uh, extra stuff that you always get with, uh, with Warhammer, with Space Marine stuff. Um, seeing the, uh, um, oh my God, what's his name? Uh, uh, crap. <sighs> he was a captain in the, in the first game, but now he's been demoted to a sergeant because of his, his, linking with or not linking but like affinity towards chaos which is weird but not anyways um yeah he returns the three-player co-op i'm very excited for that's hopefully going to be even better than it was it all looks awesome like i feel like this get people are sleeping on this game for being as like as a cult classic as space marine one was this looks so much like the next step, especially like, God, feels like ten years later or whatever it's been. Anyways, play it. Don't be a heretic. Kill some fifth, filthy Xenos. Do it in the name of the Emperor. For the Emperor protects. When does that come out? By the way, uh, was that like September, is, October? Is sometime it, this winter? Oh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, that corridor is getting too crowded for me. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. this winter could be January, February, March. That's true. true. Or if you know, or is March I mean, like spring for you up in Canada? Because March can still be winter here. <laughs> what What is winter? True. What up here, it? it's it's less defined by calendar dates and more just is there still two feet of snow on the ground? Um, I mean, what is it's kind of what is here too. what is snow? Because like all we got here is hot and not as hot. I mean, we're back to that here too in North Dakota. But before you know it, it's going to be the end of September, and then we'll be on for snow watch. <laughs> That's good. See, what we have here is just bugs. The mosquitoes are out here, and I pulled four ticks off my dog. But oh, God. speaking of terrible conditions, Nicolas Cage is coming to 1019. <laughs> I love it so much. It, the, the fact that he sh- he was on stage with Jeff Keighley, too, like you could tell he was excited to be there, and like he knew about the game, too, because he's like, Yeah, I, I, ob- somebody in his family, like one of his kids, must play it or know about it, and showed it to him, was like, You gotta do this, dad. Oh man, I yeah, that was just delightful. Because I Nicholas Cage Jeff is... gets those guests on stage and they're like, "Woo!" But yeah. Nicholas Cage that was like, "Yeah." <laughs> Sometimes you get Al Pacino presenting an award and being like, "Why is Al Pacino here?" Right. <laughs> yeah, seeing Nicholas Cage on stage was 
a lot of fun. It, it brought a little bit of energy into the show, considering it was going for so long. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and I don't know if y'all saw today, but he was, uh, he went to Kojima's headquarters, like to the Kojima Productions, and oh, was no. taking and taking pictures with him and stuff. And it was like, oh boy, I I want to say it was at Kojima he- uh, Productions because like he was there, but I mean th- he was with Kojima, right? I don't know if that's like in in California or if that's in uh in Japan, but obviously he's Nicolas Cage. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. He can fly wherever. So. But yeah, did, he was did, taking did pictures Jeff with and them. Kojima break up? Oh no, Jeff and Kojima are, are still they not tight. besties anymore. <laughs> but but listen, if you want a great uh follow, uh follow Kojima's Twitter account because you can tell when he wakes up and when he goes to bed because he retweets every single thing with Death Stranding that mentions it, like just mentions it, not tags it, just mentions it. And then he also is like listening you get to see what his playlist is for the day and what artists he's currently listening to and what movies he's currently watching he is straight he is so pure of a person like project protect kojima at all costs and also protect nicholas cage at all costs because you could tell he was all about this like um seeing him with kojima as well is like oh boy he probably will be in death stranding somehow Okay, I was gonna like, say Nicholas Cage is trying to for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, oh man, God, we're not even getting. We're still. Oh no, I'm gonna skip us ahead a little. Yeah. Um. It, can I? Ju- I'm just gonna rattle off some quick things, some quick fire. If uh, y'all have anything to say, say it. Yeah, that's a good um, idea. So I'm just gonna. I was say, gonna uh, head to party animals and. <laughs> I just listen, want to talk about witch fire because that listen. looks amazing. Okay, okay, okay. Let's uh, let's start. Uh, so, Party Animals. Glad it finally has a date. We've seen that game like for the last five years. I'm honestly kind of excited about it because apparently it's made by uh, also some uh, devs from the. Uh, oh my god, what's it called? What's the other game called? Um, uh, the punchy. Which other game you're gonna? The the though it's it's very much the same thing. The of the like wrestling slash like clay kind of people. Thank you. Yeah. It's made by devs of gang beasts or very similar to, um, or, I mean like there's apparently people that worked on game beasts worked on animal, uh, or party animals. So I'm excited. It finally has a date. Cause we've seen it for a long time. Um, I don't know anything about yes or grace. I'm going down a list here. Uh, Robin, Witchfire. Yes, early access on September 20th. I am so excited. It's from the creators of Vanishing Ethan Carter, Painkiller, Bulletstorm, and it just looks so good. Um, definitely on my list to buy for early access, 100%. And I know um, that's during peak Starfield hours. I know that. I'm still going to get it. <laughs> that, but that's early access, not um, not full not a, release. So. Not a full release, no. Um, one that's on my list is uh, Remnant 2, which comes out next month in July. Remnant is honestly one of my favorite Souls-likes. Um, approaching me saying, hey, it's uh, uh, Souls with guns and co-op. And I went, excuse me? And then playing it was like, this is actually very good. It's very tight. Gunfire games are the same team that made um, some of the Darksiders games. So oh, nice. they know action and this one was actually pretty good. So I can't wait for the second one to come out. Um, I have high hopes for it. Um, uh, Amanda, what, what do you got next? Um, 
I'm going to group together Under the Waves and Lisfanga. Um, Quantic Dream announced that they are getting into indie game publishing, and those are two of the first games that they are publishing, and both look fantastic, especially Lisfanga. Um, I really like the art style on that one. And it's a hack and slash game with like time shifting mechanics involved. And uh, it's got a like the art is kind of like a Hades vibe to it. So. But yeah, those are what I had left. For me personally. Yeah, I think uh, which firewall is like the last one for me. They also showed a trailer for this giant and new MMORPG called Throne and Liberty. Looks cool, but I, I'm just getting a lot of Black Desert Online energy from this, where it's like, it's going to be super grindy. But it does look fantastic visually. I don't know what else about it, to be honest. But yeah. Oh, speaking, right. of Black, speaking of Black Desert Online, they have a new expansion coming out too, right? Yeah, that was also at this uh, shindig here. Yes, too many games. Land of the Morning Light. I remember when I was typing out the tweets for that, it was just my fingers could not do Land of the Morning Light for some reason. Oh, no, oh. Nick's Discord died. Oh, geez. Well, well, since we are done talking about the main event, that'll be a good time to stick a break in here and we'll get Nick back on the flip side for talking Xbox and Ubisoft. All right, so we are back. We've got Nick back in the Discord, so huzzah! Yay! Um, <laughs> I sound different. We are going to do some more rapid fire-ish stuff for Xbox and Ubisoft because we've been recording for an hour already. <laughs> oh man. And yeah, we're going to start with the Xbox game showcase and on a scale of one to kick a chicken across the county, uh, how excited are you to finally see stuff about Fable? What, you guys go check, chase, check, chase, chase, chickens? God, I suck. Whoa, what was that? Well, I've, always, I've always been a big fan of kicking the chickens, so yeah. that's why I was like... Uh, chicken chaser. Um, you know what the craziest thing is? Because I've rewatched it, uh, like all these showcases I rewatched several times just to, because I, also, I one, exist on hype, but also I want to see if I miss anything that somebody else sees. Um, Xbox previously said that anything they show their first party stuff is going to be uh, either in-game engine or gameplay and um on the xbox stuff at the bottom of the screen on every single uh showcase that, or every single trailer they had it said in-game or in-game engine um fable said in-game footage it didn't say in-game engine we actually saw gameplay at least from what they want us to believe wait what i thought that was just an engine no, it was in gameplay. Like so, um, the only part I assume which was gameplay was uh, the running away from the giants, and part. Of, I don't know how that would translate to gameplay, but yeah, it actually go upon um, further watching it. It says in game footage, which look uh, playground games 
nails every single open world they've ever done. Um, and they do it with a degree of fidelity and detail and fun um, that I have every, you know, I have faith that they'll do this justice. It is a difference. You know, we've, we've spoken at length about it before. But yeah, seeing Fable, really the biggest question was, are they going to nail the humor that is unquestionably British? And with them starting out with uh, Richard Adioye, what, what, no, that, how do you say his name? I can never say it the same way twice, so. <laughs> he, yeah, that was like, all right. Watch the absolutely. IT crowd. Yep, it was like, that's it, absolutely, 100%. They know what they're doing. Um, yeah, I can't wait for, for that. I can't wait. I know we didn't get a date. I can't wait to see more of it. It most likely is a 2025, if not a 2026 game. Ooh. But I would probably put it 2025 because everything else that was 2024 got dates. Um, unless it will be, I don't know, uh, you know, winter or quarter four next year. But yeah, it's a. I, I, yes, I am so excited for it. It's been. Far too long since we got a Fable game. I think yeah. uh, Fable 3 came out in 2011, 2012. 2012. Yeah. Yeah. It's visually it just looks like I was rewatching the trailer when you said that. Yeah, it's in, in it's in game footage. I see it's unbelievable. What, it's also believable because it's playground games like you mentioned. Right. And also, they just they, they nail the aesthetic. Like, it's yeah. how are you going to go that kind of cartoonishy? Because when you go back and look at the Fable games, they're all cartoony. Um, they're not exactly, you know, they're they're not too realistic. And so, how do you translate that? And despite them being realistic, I also like how they're going with actual Fable stuff. You know, like Jack and the Beanstalk, or if they go with um, any other kind of the grim fairy tales like we know about. We saw a Balverine in it. Um, saw that uh, kicking chickens. Kick, did I say that right? I said that right. Yeah, kicking chickens. Um, you know, uh, calling the main character or the player character a wanker. At one point, that was you know fantastic. So, uh, yeah, I'm very much yes. Yeah. And then I starting with that is just such like a testament, like. We know. We believe in this. Here we go. Maybe finally Xbox hits the dominoes like V for Vendetta, you know, and, but it's an Xbox logo instead of a giant V. Yeah, just to kick yeah, off the then... show with Fable and then to follow it with everything else. Yeah. Uh, what a show. Yeah, what is I'm going to stay on the, the first party track here. We saw another eagerly anticipated game in Obsidian's Avowed. Oh god, Which, yes. Like, my god, amazing. But it's obsidian, so <laughs> Yeah. I, I saw a lot of people talking about, oh, this doesn't look like the how the first get the first trailer looked. It was darker before. And that to me just speaks that I don't think any of these people played a Pillars game or yeah. played or played Outer World, the Outer Worlds, because Obsidian has always been more cartoony. I keep saying that, but they, they really have been. Like, it's very much kind of, I don't know, 
it's, less it's a, realistic. It's a, yeah, it's a calling card because the first Avowed trailer did look great, but it didn't feel like the Pillars of Eternity universe. But this gameplay trailer, all of it was gameplay, not just in engine footage, full gameplay, yeah. looked like what that world should look like. And it had that obsidian flair to it instead of just this grim, dark fantasy guy conjuring magic. This is an obsidian game. And what we're going to get is a fantastic but condensed world to explore. Yeah, um, I just really hope that people don't think this is going to be Skyrim. Because, you know, just I like how like people... People who haven't played an Obsidian game are going to think that. Yeah. yeah. It really sucks because it's like a lot of people's only point with Obsidian is New Vegas. If they haven't played any of the... Obsidian has worked on so many titles since. Like, all you know, both Pillars games, all the DLC for those, and not to mention... Um, like grounded or intimate yeah. like all these passion projects they've been able to do um i just really hope that hey everybody go play all of the obsidian's games they're all fantastic they have some of the best writing in games period yeah. like it, it really is i mean if anything go play pillars of eternity yeah understand both games are on universe. game pass wait what really yeah, uh, let me check. I'm on my, uh, I'm, I'm having to record on my Xbox now, so let's go to, uh, Game Pass. Uh, Game Pass. Let's see this here. This is not a sponsored podcast. No, but, uh, listen, Discord has great integration with Game Pass, so. Oh, yeah, it does. Uh, yep, Definitive there's edition. Fire Ultimate. Yep. Uh-oh. Wow. Craig left. Craig is joined. Craig's, Craig's right there. Craig is here and back. What? I don't. Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a. Uh, yeah, play play Obsidian games. Play more than just the main hits. Yeah, um, just don't go into expecting New Vegas or Skyrim. This is Obsidian doing what it does best, which is doing a unique experience yeah. while sticking to that special flavor that it makes it an Oblivion, uh, not Oblivion, yeah. <laughs> Obsidian game. Yes. There was a lot in this in this uh, showcase. It, it's it, like it, of all the showcases. I mean, this this I feel was the like solid from start to finish. There were other ones that had lulls. This you could say argue this did have a lull with like City Skylines and uh, um, whoa, you whoa, know whoa. City I know, Skylines I know, too was a highlight for me, especially because it's Game Pass I, Day One. Are you kidding me? I know. Um, and the new Capcom IP, um, yeah. we talked about it at the start where, like, if the Persona games didn't leak, how big of a hit that would have been for them showing up here at the Xbox showcase. Like, how much money did Papa Phil roll up to Atlas and just dump and say, you know what, give us all of it. All of it. <laughs> because they also got the, the new um, Atlas well, IP. They're coming out too on other systems, the the reload right. and tacticus. But to get right, but to get the the reveal that they're happening, yeah, no, that was big. Yeah, the it, reveal and the fact that they're coming on Game Pass day one. Yeah, and for it to happen on a system which is traditionally not viewed as Japanese centric is huge. Yeah, please take some notes, Square Enix. 
Uh, <laughs> right? Don't, don't, because uh, then you're going to put an NFT in something. Oh, God, never mind. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the new, um, oh, what is it called? Metaphor Re Fantasio? Um, yeah, that, at first I thought it was a new um, Shin Megami Tensei. Yeah. 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 I think what a brand new IP. <laughs> but well, and I don't know. I didn't know this. I just heard this through the grapevine. But uh, apparently, this game was announced like eight years ago. It was known as like Project RE Memory or something like that. And now it's finally coming out. So hell yeah. Um, Compulsion's next game looked cool. Oh yes, like, that, like Deep South. Oh, God, I love, like, I don't know what to call it. it it's, I guess, um, like Lovecraftian. The, the character that was playing the guitar. It was just, this is, yeah, yep, this is compulsion. <laughs> yeah, the, the yeah. entire well, vibe of that trailer was just so compelling to watch. And they were doing it all in, like, almost like the uh, Spider-Verse style, you know, that kind of, like, I don't know, like animating on twos, I oh, think. Yeah. It, you yeah. know, and very oh, yeah. much that that kind of not cell shaded. It's very comic book style. Like it, it very. I don't know. It's really cool looking. We didn't, uh, of course, we didn't see gameplay, but yeah, the vibe of it was. <clears throat> mwah, yeah. Chef's kiss. <laughs> it also got me listening to more Black Keys and, uh, and you know, more of that. Um, I'm a. And then another oh, one oh. that had me going was In Exile's next game. And oh, we've known yeah. for a while God. that they're working on something really cool. But, like. <laughs> you mean not Bioshock Infinite? <laughs> no, that's, that's I, an I hear, argument uh, for uh, another time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard a lot of people say that, and it's just like, man, Bioshock Infinite didn't co op the all of steampunk i mean i guess they are the most like iconic steampunk um game to have come out but it's like the city isn't floating like columbia was and uh, yeah we are having weird timey wimey powers which is really cool um and exile is another underrated studio that has done a lot of really cool writing with all the wasteland games which are also yeah. ongoing past just saying best deal in video games <laughs> seconded yeah, and the thing I'm most excited about Clockwork Revolution is the fact that I'll read some tweets. This is very much a deep RPG with choices to make, impacts to the entire city, and just to see them focus on such a smaller space as opposed to like a giant RPG. But just has, I'm just curious to see how your choices will impact the city in these multiple timelines, you know? Yeah. And yeah. also aesthetically, um, it just looks fantastic. Again, and it's it's weird. It's another one of the their first parties doing something different from right. way, like the Wasteland games being the isometric core RPGs going to first person. It's funny because like both NXL and Obsidian are both doing this, <laughs> where they yeah. both went from like Pillars and Wasteland respectively to Avowed and to Clockwork Revolution now. So we're both moving from you know. Uh, isometric RPG to the first person RPG. Which I love that studios are taking these risks 
and getting yeah. out of the box. I mean, it's, oh, I just, I love it when artists can just spread their wings and create. Yes. Well, within reason, you know, we had that, we saw the, the opposite of that with Redfall. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Within reason, let's, let's rein it in with some of them. Well, they but, needed uh, to yeah. be reined in. They needed the yeah. person to rein them in. <laughs> yeah. Which um, apparently they did super hard because uh, all that Starfield footage that we saw, um, combat was overhauled. Like, it, it looked like, um, I think the rumor was that um, Machine Games came in and helped them with all of the combat. Oh. So that's why we didn't see any Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I don't know. I, I have no idea. I mean, just, they're just waiting. We didn't see. Yeah, I mean, if we want to talk about real quick before we get into the Starfield Direct, um, the stuff we didn't see. So remember, like, we didn't see Gears. Uh, we didn't see Indiana Jones. We didn't no contraband. see Contraband. Yeah. Yeah, Contraband. We didn't see Perfect Dark. Um. We didn't see just, I mean, uh, also, um, there was a, a thing that came out. I don't know if it was today or yesterday that um, people could fly. The guys that made Outriders are working all, with Xbox on a new IP. Yep. Yeah. Um, so no announcement from that. We didn't see, oh, what was it? Um, um i'm trying to think of the other stuff that, that they make that we didn't see oh, we didn't see halo at all but i think halo is enough to be its own property to kind of exist like elsewhere so um yeah you know but what we even... did see which was a surprise for me uh microsoft flight simulator 2024 a brand new yeah. flight simulator a new flight when... simulator and a dune expansion oh right yeah 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 the ornithopter oh the ornithopter looks cool god and i don't know did y'all watch the extended showcase at all uh, most of it some of it so um one of the uh parasilly who hosted it a couple of years ago um part of kind of funny but also uh gamertag radio which are both great podcasts you should look look listen to and groups that you should check out. Um, got to go to Budapest and to the prop factory that houses the like ornithopters they use in the movie, and like show all the scans and stuff of it. It's awesome. It's so cool. It's because that expansion comes to the current Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah. Yes. On November third. Same day as the, the release of the movie. Is that the same day as the movie? Yep. Okay. Yep. I knew the movie was November. I just couldn't remember when. And then, yeah, like the new flight simulator is basically, uh, hey, do you like any career to do with flight, period? Yeah. We're going to put it in there, which is super cool because it's like, you know what? Yeah, I do want to know what it's like to operate a hot air balloon. I just can't wait for the eventual expansion for 24, and we're piloting a space shuttle. Oh, God. Right. Well, they already <laughs> did the, uh, um, with the Top Gun one. Yeah. Uh, like, you got to pilot the Thunder Dart or whatever the hell it was called. Uh, I, like, I we haven't seen like the new Top 10. Gun. Oh, Jesus. 
get out of America. <laughs> I think my, the best part of the existence of Microsoft Flight Simulator 2024 is the fact that means we're going to get more information about, or at least they're working on the next Plague Tale. <laughs> that's, that's where my head's at. We have I, Plague Tale I, Innocence, I... Flight Simulator, Requiem, Flight Simulator 2024, Plague Tale 3. I still wonder why Microsoft has not bought a Sobo yet, but that's, I'm not a business person. I never claimed to be. So, um, honestly, one of the other, like, I'm kind of in the same vein as simulation stuff. Uh, Forza Motorsport finally got a date. Yes, October 10th. Yep. Yeah. I can't wait. Um, as much as I do love the Horizon series, I do also have that kind of affinity for the simulation-based stuff, like, you know, growing up with Gran Turismo and then playing the other Forza Motorsports. It's just, it's such a, it's just driving's fun. They made it fun, and it's driving on these awesome, you know, tracks that you get to learn about the Nurburgring. I think I said that right. I probably said it wrong. I'm sorry if I did all the like legacy tracks throughout the states and just all across the world it's so wonderfully detailed and they're adding so much more to it now this is gonna be yeah i i can't wait those visuals were absolutely insane it's so dumb it's like Like, they're gonna be the people to figure out how to get the smell of like burned rubber (laughs) yeah they they have it now like turn 10 uh, uh, I can't remember if it was I think it was in a showcase like just a, a random like one-off showcase they did unless it was in the developer direct they did earlier this uh, this year where they talked about the weather will change the track conditions and because it changes the track conditions it will also impact the uh, tires that you have and ma- the makeup of the tires that you have. Like, it's all simulated to an insane degree. Like, That's nuts. <laughs> it's just, it's, it is absurd. It is absolutely absurd. And I can't wait. Because as, as good as that is, that just means that the next Forza Horizon game is going to be even better. Because they share, you know, technology between the two studios. Yeah. Or they pour that technology back into Fable. Which I, I will take yeah. as well. <laughs> yep. And yep. that looked, you know, th- that forest. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, yep. Um, speaking of also graphically uh, amazing looking games, um, well, at least now, uh, Cyberpunk having oh. uh, with its new. Apparently, this isn't just a uh, Phantom Liberty is not just a uh, um a DLC. It's like a complete remaster overhaul of all the systems. Yep, and they're basically calling it Cyberpunk 2.0 because they have overall everything from AI, skill trees, police are actually a threat now, entire zones, um, even the way armor works. So now you can dress up as whatever you want, but armor stats come differently from different parts. Your cybernetics have changed. (laughs) I have another RPG to play this fall. So what you're saying is I haven't started it yet. I bought a disc when it was like 15 bucks. So what you're saying is should have done that by the Phantom Liberty expansion and then start it. <laughs> yes, honestly. Yes. If anyone, whoever's listening to this, if you've been thinking about starting Cyberpunk, don't 
wait till Phantom Liberty comes out, wait till Cyberpunk 2.0 comes out, and then start it. Because well, I was reading an extended thread of the different things they've changed, and my god, it is a lot of change. Yeah. Also, um, Phantom Liberty is it can also be a standalone that you don't need to play the first one uh, yep. to, to play through the main campaign. It's like uh, Blood and Wine was. Oh. Where you can just jump straight into it. Well, that's cool too. But yeah, no, I bought the disc when it was like 15 bucks once, and I'm like, one of these days they're going to fix it. And then they did. I should have bought it when I... it was cheap. I keep kicking myself on and, and that because of that. Ugh. Listen, I got the collector edition. Now I remember having a moment where I had a bit of buyer's remorse. Then I played it. Then I got all the different updates. And then with this new update coming, I'm just like, I'm so glad I bought you a collector edition. So oh, hey, glad. it's currently on sale. And 100% wait till Phantom Liberty comes out. Yeah, I will yeah. probably do a second playthrough this fall. That'll be my fall well, game since there's no games coming out this fall. Boom. Um, I also want to shout out in case um, anybody else follows uh, a fellow creator, um, Susie the Sphere Hunter. Um, she yeah. does great, great videos on like Street Fighter and uh, Resident Evil, some awesome video essays on, on stuff. Um, but she is actually in Phantom Liberty, like they scanned her in and everything. Yeah. Um, so awesome to see that. Like, uh, it, they, um, CD Projekt Red has done that before, they did that with uh, Tralana Alana Pierce, Tralana Zard, I said her name wrong, um, <laughs> in the main cyberpunk. So yeah, seeing it again, it's just it's cool. Like they're they reach out to the community and, and get people like that. And then I think before we move on to Starfield, oh. um, quick touch on Hellblade Two. No release date. Ah, uh, no. Well, the we have a release, release window. Year. Yeah, year. Yeah, that's fine. We know what they're gonna bring. Yeah. Like the God, it's. Uh, I, I find in the water just gave me yeah. chills. I I finally um because like listening to it on different things like I first listened to it you know like on my soundbar and then uh, finally listened to it with headphones in and just oh the amount of chills you get from their insane um you know I can't remember what it's called the uh, the the dual audio stuff like. Ah, it's crazy. It's weird. It's awesome. It, it gives you all the types of... They know how to trigger each of the little, like, goosebump factors or whatever. Yeah, ray it's ASMR. It's ray trace <laughs> goosebumps. Because, holy yeah. shit, this game looks amazing. Oh, man, it's so pretty. Like, just take your time. I've been watching some of the developer diaries they've had, and... Yeah, it's just so good. So cool. Just... They, we know what they're going to do. It does suck that it's not this year, but that's fine. This year's already stacked as it is. I um, was honestly kind of thankful it wasn't this year. It it really is cool, honestly, to see them. It, for years, Xbox has shown games and been like, hey, please be excited about these. We don't know when they'll come out, but please be excited. Like Hellblade 2 was shown off three years ago. Four years ago, 2019, Four. that's right. 
it was 2019 Game Awards with the announcement of the Series X. And yeah, and it's it's going to be five years that before it came out. But we're finally seeing them put those pieces together where it's like, hey, this is our lineup for this year. This is our lineup for next year. And now we can already assume um, of, of a few games that are going to be the lineup for the year after. Like, finally, we're getting a schedule together, you know, where yeah. I think their plan initially was one big game a quarter or one internal game a quarter. And we're finally getting to that. I'm really hoping one of those games in like 2024, 2025 is State of Decay 3. That's another game that was missing from the showcase, which I'm very excited for. But you know what? They showed a lot of great games during this showcase. You, you really can't complain about the games they didn't show because they replaced it with some great surprises like that new Don't Not game, which looks really yeah. good. Yeah. Jusant. Jusant. Yes. Is looks... it... I thought it was French because it's Don't Nod, but maybe... I was like, oh, just song. Maybe. Actually. That's the demo I have downloaded on Steam, but have not gotten Ooh. to play it. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, wait, is it a demo? Just... Yeah. Oh, I'll be right back. Um, so also everybody listening, um, please go wishlist any game that you saw during this or you hear about, because that actually is very, does tie into the developers. Like, uh, it's mm -hmm. not pre-order. It's just saying, "Hey, I want this." You can wish list on every platform too. You don't. It's not just Steam. You can do it on Xbox, on PlayStation, and on Switch, like, and on Epic Games if you, for some reason, use the Epic Games Store. Hey. Um, I use Epic Games Store. Uh huh. Sure, you <laughs> hey. do. Oh, well, I download what? the games and then I close it. <laughs> yeah, the free games that they give you, uh, as everybody does. <laughs> so. But yeah, wish list it, um, do all that stuff. Um, yeah, that, I just wanted to say that piece. I'm sorry. No, no, no you're all good. Absolutely. Absolutely right. For example, go wish list Dungeons of Hinterberg because that looks wonderful. Yeah. One of these days, I'll share my absurd Steam wish list with the world. <laughs> but right now, I'm just kind of embarrassed about it. I'm not embarrassed about it. It's just one of those things where. A lot of screen capture would be involved. <laughs> you don't have to edit out all the Hoonie Pop games, right? Uh, she didn't right. say no. She didn't say no. <laughs> but Starfield. <laughs> oh my! I didn't God. get a chance. I haven't actually watched the entirety of the direct yet. Mom duty called. But um, I have watched I'm it gonna... five times. Yeah, I watched not it kidding. several times. It, I just leave it on while I'm working. Um, they are making this game to be uh, literally their next Skyrim. Um, to be the game that you play for the next ten years. Yep. Um, I I do have some reservations about their procedurally generated stuff. Like, I still have questions about how that's going to generate quests because any type of quests that have been like that in the past have generally not been too good. But the just seeing how like clear and um, like, like this, this uh, showcase was very much also just like vistas, the showcase because every vista they showed was astonishing. 
Like this is gonna be the the uh, photo mode game. <laughs> Which they also showed off very briefly. Yeah. Um I can't wait to make an absolute monstrosity of a ship. Play different ways to being a pirate sometimes or being you know, being a cool person. Like I, I know some people have compared it to like Star Citizen, but the difference is this game is actually coming out. Yeah. And um and I've also heard that this that Starfield has been in development since before uh, No Man's Sky came out. So, like, when they saw No Man's Sky come out, they were like, well, shit. <laughs> and they, like, they saw the, the, I mean, but the thing is, No Man's Sky is, of course, in good in itself and done so much better um, in the meantime. And it's very much not, it, it, they, it does draw similar comparisons, but it is not that. Um, God, it just there's so much there. Like they they kept going. Like every almost every question you had was answered. The the biggest um downside I think is that you know Bethesda, especially when it comes to the Elder Scrolls, has been known for their different races, which I mean you can argue are just varying degrees of human. Um, but this didn't appear to have any aliens in it. It's all just humanity, which, you know, I, I mean, that's the whole point of the game is like, hey, what's out there? What are we going to see? What are we going to do? Um, or, are we going to find anything? Is there anything out there? So it's very much low, low sci-fi, I guess. Or as they put it, NASA punk. Yeah, we're definitely not getting the intergalactic council that you get in like mass effect or star trek with yeah. different alien species this really is like the formative years of humanity reaching out into the stars but i have a feeling it's definitely gonna lead to some sort of alien-like thing maybe they expanded in dlcs but i mm-hmm. think what they lack in alien species they really double down in the absolutely insane diversity set of characters you can build and what's available as NPCs in the game. They had an entire segment about that, which I loved just seeing the absolute breadth of customization you can do for your character, not just in the way they look, but even in their backgrounds, traits. God, I've been trying to figure out what I want to talk about for this segment for Starfield for like a week now, since basically they showed it. And I don't even know where to start. Is it the fact that you can build literally any ship you want including one that looks like a transformer or the fact that you can actually not just blow up ships but board them and then steal the ship and then claim the ship or the fact that every planet has their own unique gravity or every on every ship you can just take out their gravity um their um they basically take out their gravity board it and now you're fighting in zero g there's just so much going on in this game and it's like i've watched it five times and it still hasn't really sunk in all the things you could potentially yeah. do. It, it's God. It it's made me as excited as ever to play another Bethesda game. But of course, with any Bethesda game, it, it comes with that caveat of being like, man, I really hope that I know they overhauled the creation engine. I know they've overhauled all of their systems for this, especially their combat and other stuff. But knowing how previous games have functioned. I, I cannot wait to see what kind of wacky-ass bugs happen in the first week. 
<laughs> if that is, if this game releases like in a state where those don't matter, it really has a chance to be something beyond incredible. Like, uh, I'm, I'm so just, I, I really am trying to rein in my excitement for it because I just, I, I don't want another 76. I know it's not that. I know it's a, a first-person game. I know they're even limiting it to 30, 30 FPS on console, which is fine. But, man. Uh, please, Bethesda, I, please please be awesome. <laughs> I just, I don't know, just hearing about some of the experiences, like even Todd Howard had, which was just like a random event where he got stuck in a sandstorm, another ship landed, he was fighting them, he boarded their ship, but then the ship took off into orbit, and now he's just fighting on a ship that's just hurtling into space. That's I really... Crazy. Right? That's, that's amazing. That's insane. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's crazy. It just, I just... Skyrim is a game that came out 2011. It's 2023, and people are still playing it. Starfield, if it just, like, like you mentioned, if it just... Hits all if the right hits. marks. If it hits all the right marks, I'm going to be playing this till Elder Scrolls Six comes out. Yeah, You're just like I play Skyrim until Fallout years. Four came out. Yeah, yeah, pretty Not much. Only that, but just imagine the modding capabilities oh, on God. on on it too. Yep. Like just flying it, flying as Macho Man now. Why not? <laughs> you know, now you are the dragon. I, I, I'm just yeah, imagining the ship mod parts. Like I can build the SSV Normandy from Mass Effect in Starfield, probably. Someone will make a mod or for the, that. Or the Rosinante. Oh, God, yes. Or a friggin' Enterprise-D. Who knows at this point? That's like, a baby of, like... They mod it to where I can build a... a I mean, they're not going to be able to build one of the giant ships from Warhammer, but just imagine, like, just, just the... Everything they showed already was so cool. Like, that was always... One of my my uh, gripes with other space uh, based games is that like the cockpit always seems to be the same. It's very similar amongst some many things. Maybe there's like one or two variations of it, but seeing like like each of the the actual modular changes actually changes the interior, the makeup of the ship as well. Yeah, that's uh, insane. That's, You're telling me I can yeah. design whatever I want at that point. Yeah internally yeah. like externally is very cool but the fact that it actually impacts your interior you're not just making right. the outside and just loading into the cockpit no you're creating an entirely flying <laughs> modular base you're and it's right. just insane and not to mention the outpost building looks fantastic now evolving from fallout 4 and 76 do you talk about the combat or the oh wait 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 the combat the adoring, looks so much better. The adoring fan is back. Sorry, before we can. Oh talk my about god, else. the adoring fan! I can't believe it. it's the same original voice actor from Oblivion. Yep, yep. And I'm gonna Amanda, toss uh, him into uh, space. I'm, I'm gonna do it. Uh, Amanda, do you have any idea who the adoring fan is? I do not. <laughs> so in Oblivion, in Elder Scrolls Four, Oblivion, uh, I believe it was part of the arena quest line. Right. Um, this fan comes up and he is the most obnoxious fan. He has a yellow mohawk. Um, I think he's a Breton, but it doesn't matter. Uh, he is just annoying and is all about being your fan. He's like, I want to be 
you know, so close to you. You're so cool. Oh my God, you're so cool. Um, yeah, he's back in in Starfield. It's the same voice actor, like the same everything. And the greatest thing was seeing people's reactions to it, because most people are just like, "Who's this?" And the people that played Oblivion were like, "Oh my fucking god, no!" When he started, even when he was running down the steps, he started talking. Yeah. I saw the yellow hair. I'm like, "Holy shit!" I was like, "No way!" I, I got a weird sense of being like, "What? Why do I? What? Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait! No! <laughs> no!" <laughs> like, oh, it was great. I also love the the. F- okay, the backgrounds are fantastic, and the f- I like the fact that it's so diverse. You have the adoring fan one as a modifier through traits and stuff like that. We also have one where it's like, you can visit your parents for a meal. That's so cool! I f- like, I love that. Being able to visit your parents in a video game like just doesn't happen. Like you know, all, most parents just don't exist in video games. They're like, oh no, they're dead. Yeah, and like, and I I think that's what I like about the setup of Starfield in general right now. You're not the Dragonborn, you're not the sole survivor, you're just someone who's trying to find answers out in the unknown. You have parents, you have friends. Explore. Exactly, and I love that. One of the things that always, uh, that I loved about Oblivion was that despite getting the title Hero of Kavach, like, you were just a random prisoner that happened. Like, you weren't the hero of the story. That's like, true. obviously, you did certain things in it, but you didn't, uh, I mean, kind of spoilers for it, but you don't solve the big main quest at the end. You just help empower the person that does solve it to to uh, go get to their destiny. Like, it's... And I love the, the idea that, like, you're an explorer, you're just out there in a sandbox basically and these quest like whatever wacky quests will happen will happen and honestly i don't know what else to say about this game other than the fact that it's it's fuck i don't know i just can't wait to play there's not much else i can say we We have less than three months yep three months or less than three months till till we'll have our final answers on it and as far as everything they've shown it it kind of like seeing the trailer now as opposed to and all that the deep dive they did on it the 45 minutes they gave us on it um kind of reminds me of the like from what we saw previously where it was like this i mean the game looked great but it was also combat looked kind of wonky which bethesda Mm -hmm. combat has always looked wonky um especially like how is combat going to work without vats but the 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 stories behind Tears of the Kingdom is that it was ready to go last year and they delayed it a year for polish. Yeah. And I feel like I just I have an inkling that this is something similar. That Absolutely. it was ready like... last year, but they retooled all of the combat. They re went over it with a fine-tooth comb, especially Microsoft being like, listen, this has to be good. Like, we cannot have another... I mean, this, this, you know, it was before Redfall came out, but they, they were ba- really in there, like, this has to be good. Yeah, like, take your time. Like, we already saw that difference. If you compare the visuals of one of the main characters, Sarah Morrison, from last year, to the one mm-hmm. they showed during this, it's a leap. Even the city of Aquila looks significantly better just in terms of lighting and textures alone. It just looks like... 
a significant like i'm so thankful it got delayed i know i was very sad last november yeah. i'm so happy it got delayed yeah um man well, let's just hope that the watch that comes with the you know special edition isn't just a canvas bag listen come on it's been five years now. I know, I know, but also I'm isn't very fond of us. And on that note, <laughs> isn't it wild? I, I, I just, I was thinking about this. Like, what is the worst thing that Bethesda has done, and to garner such a negative reaction to almost everything they do now? And it's Come like back. 76 tanked so much of their goodwill. It's crazy to think about to me. Like, it's one game, one bad game really sent them into, uh, I guess, just a spiral, like, of people, of just, uh, a ba of people hating them. Oh, like, they're, it's so cool now to hate on Bethesda for yeah, how I feel bad like it's a, was. It's very I mean, much like a reactionary bad take of the internet, though. They ignore the fact that it's a fantastic game with 15 million players with tons of updates and content. I feel like a lot it, of it is <laughs> right. It, and it's the same, like, hopefully we'll get a, um, like a documentary or something on it. Like, Hey, fall 76 is good. Now go play it because it certainly deserves it. When like, when I finally yeah. jumped into it, like a couple, I think it was like a year and a half ago, two years ago, I was honestly surprised. I was like, this feels like a regular fallout game. There's just other people in it. Yeah. And I, I just, I wish people, cause it took like, look how long it took for no man's sky to turn the reputation around. And yeah. it, it just, all the, the problems that Bethesda had back then, it just, it compiled itself into just the shit storm that people are want to let go. And on that note, I'm going to pivot us to Ubisoft. <laughs> Oh, oh, good. Just because well, yeah. we could spend a whole other podcast talking about, yeah. you know, what you were Starfield's going to be awesome. About. Let's wait. Let's wait to September 6th. Somebody wake me up in three months. I can't do this. I can't wait yeah. anymore. So wake you so, up when September is on the 6th? <laughs> September 1st, actually. We Early wake him up when me. September begins. Oh, yeah. Hey, oh. perfect. Oh, no. Wake so you up when from, August ends. We go from... Bethesda in space to Ubisoft in space to one of my Our... absolute oh. favorite reveals of the Summer Game Fest week. Oh, it was announced at Xbox Xbox's event. Wow, I can't talk, but we got a 10 minute gameplay clip of Star Wars Outlaws and our new protagonist, Kay. And her adorable little companion, Nyx. And I just have I... to say, you guys, I'm so excited. I'm just, give me. What's I want to play. What's, what's the furry axolotl's name? Nyx. N-I-X. I will murder a star system for that little furry bastard. Oh, oh absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. I'm becoming a Sith Lord. I don't care. I, I, I will destroy the Jedi Order. I will... I I may I will not be held accountable for my actions if anything should happen to that little furry phenom. <sighs> but yes, I'll just, I, I'll just I'm, straight um, up. So I'll order sixty six everyone all over again. Yeah, I don't yeah, care. yeah, yeah. Um, 
so we knew that Massive was working on uh, Ubisoft Massive was working on a Star Wars game. Um, and yeah, seeing them turn into this, especially because they've been known as the studio that did the Division, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we know they have a shooter pedigree. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Any, it's also the first Star Wars title to not be an EA title after the EA license expired. So yeah. cool, awesome to see somebody else finally getting a chance at it. Um, yeah, they're working the time... pretty heavily with Lucasfilm, and this is like yeah. the first big Star Wars game that will have come out since Lucasfilm games came back. I'm just glad it's not Jedi, to be very honest with you. It's nice to see I'm, them. I'm very, yeah, I'm hoping there's not a lot of that in there. I, yeah, you know. Give me more Rogue um, One than the the, the emphasis on like scoundrels and smugglers mm-hmm. kind of throws me back to what Amy Henning's game was supposed to be at yeah, Visceral. Like, see if they're like somehow salvaging some something from thirteen thirteen. So I mean, you know, let's face it. With Amy Henning, I mean, a strong female protagonist would definitely fit in that mold. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm I'm very excited. I'm I'm very and like they just have to make her into like someone who's good with computers and she's basically the first character I ever played at a Star Wars like tabletop setting. So it's just nice. She's like my Fiona. (laughs) I mean, if she's Corellian, I just might die. (laughs) I just I. Two things I want. Um, Robin, you already said the first one. I don't want anything to do with Jedi here. Uh, second thing is, please don't make me go to Tatooine. For the love of fucking oh, God, do not God. make me go to Tatooine. That's all I ask. I do, let me go to and check out these other cool ass places. Don't make, don't let me, don't go to Tatooine, please. But they, uh, I think during the the um, the presentation, they were like, also um, just on a side note. Ubisoft presentation. What the fuck was the production on that? It was weird. Yeah, it was, it was very, very like yeah. 2012 E3 weird. Like, bro, you're showing a trailer. Stop focusing on the presenter. Yep. Anyways, um, that's they, how I missed said, the like, just dance date. I did like furiously right. go to the Twitter and get that screenshot. <laughs> Don't worry, Robin already has that for you. Listen, um, no, and the so like with with the oh my god uh, so like during the star wars presentation they mentioned like uh uh center of scum and villainy or something like that and i was like oh no don't make me go to moss Eisley. come on man um but otherwise yes you can uh, take you me to a- tatooine if it's for a good narrative reason like like a know. linear mission one shot that's it get me out yeah. of there. everything but i don't i just don't nothing not everything revolves to a stupid desert planet <laughs> yeah but i mean you can't argue with the fact that the huts are very much entwined with the you know there's one the hut on tatooine <laughs> But Seeing I'm, that it also takes me. place between gimme, give gimme, like, gimme. It, it takes place between what Empire and Return, right? Yep. Return of the Jedi. 
So yep. that's that's going to be cool. Yeah, I guess we're still in that Skywalker corner of time. Just as so long as it doesn't it. deal with them, you know, that's all I, I know. Say. I just have a, this horrible feeling it's going to end with some sort of cameo from like either Luke Vader or, or Skywalker. Yeah. Or like, I just really don't I want just... that. I want, I want it to be I want it to be Rogue One except till the last 10 minutes of the movie. I want it to focus on its own story and its own characters. I was going like, to say, if Kay dies, I'm going to riot. <laughs> oh, God. She better not. Like, I haven't played this game, but if she dies, I will riot. Instant delete. <laughs> no, this is Ubisoft. But, I mean, her, her mocap, her mocap <laughs> actress. I mean, come on. I mean, Dave Filoni, are you are you watching? <laughs> oh, like, yes. do something with oh. her in your magic movie. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm 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 still excited. Um, very massive might be one of the one of the better. I mean, one of my more liked, I guess, Ubisoft Studios, just because yeah. they they do something a little different than the other ones, which are all just varying degrees of Far Cry or Assassin's Creed. And, which they, craft might... really... and they craft really good open worlds in yes. comparison as well. It, it, not only are they good open worlds, they are um, like, like they're the division being every part of New York, and then each of the little like recordings, each of the things, all are intricate little stories that just add to it. All the apartments are just detailed individually as well. So you can tell like who lived there or whatever. Um yeah. I, I can't wait for them to, you know, bring that kind of stuff to this. So um but is anybody uh excited to play Assassin's Creed one again? <laughs> um This is where I do my shameless plug for a Roshan video game. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I remind myself, Robin, you still have to play Valhalla. So you can't buy Mirage this year. Uh, yeah. I, I don't still, know. Yeah. I'm happy that um, longtime fans are getting, you know, back to their roots of Assassin's Creed. I just, I, I've played it that style so much that I'm kind of, eh, about it. Yeah. I don't same. know. Yeah, these days, these days, Assassin's Creed isn't a day one buy for me anymore. We just, yeah, Odyssey was the last one. Odyssey is is so massive, um, and then Valhalla is also equally, if not more, massive. And it's just, again, it's the map vomit. You open your map and you go, "Oh God, I'm gonna have to hit every single one of these, or whatever." And I'm just so afraid that when Mirage comes out, despite them being like, "Oh, it's back to roots," that we're still going to have like the 300 flags you have to collect oh, or, God. or oh. whatever. And, and it's that. just, you know, it, I don't think they completely understand what it means to, you know, when they retooled Assassin's Creed into origins, right? They redid it and made it basically an RPG. Um, and it really did, you know, it opened up a new world to it. But the problem is they just kept going with that same thing. 
and now we need something new and their their response to that is to remake the first one i, I know i'm being reductive but it just feels like like all the parts of him like this just looks like assassin's creed one again what what are we doing I every time I watch the trailer for it, like I appreciate again, it's a nice homage to the originals. But like Amanda said, I don't see this as a day one buy for me. I see this as a hey, it's um next April. I finally am taking a break from Starfield. I guess I can pick it up on a sale. Yeah. But you know? also I think it's not a full price game, right? No, I'm like pretty a, sure it still a, is. I'm checking now. Browse the store. Uh, you know what? It's not a full price game. Yeah, the I deluxe was... edition. The deluxe edition is seventy nine yeah. ninety nine Canadian, which is uh, like it's, um, fifty US for yeah. the uh, uh, regular edition. Um, yeah, sixty nine, which is seventy uh, or sixty if it's uh, the deluxe edition. Wow, the collectors. Oh, is well. 120 which is like of course three starfield constellation editions or like sorry it three of these asteroids would make up for one constellation edition yeah wow um surprising what else did we what else did we see at that ubisoft forward because i mean star wars closed avatar. the show didn't it oh that's yeah, right avatar far, far cry pandora does look pretty good <laughs> <sighs> sorry i'm sorry like, if, i if it you does would've... look good I just, you as soon as they took out the bow, I'm like, <clears throat> if you would have told me in 2012 that Ubisoft was making an Avatar game, I would have said, okay, I get it. But, God, it just, I know a movie came out. And I four more are coming until 2028. I, I just, no, don't... like 2030 now. Wait, what? It's, Some of the movies yeah. got pushed back. Really? So, <laughs> God, seven more years. Yeah. Not everybody's gonna be alive. Not everyone's gonna. Okay, Is so James know, like, Cameron even gonna Zoe, make it that far? Zoe Saldana was like, "Oh my God, I'm gonna be like," and I think she said like 51, and she's like, "I'm 20. I was 27 when we shot these movie or the first one." Yeah. God, I just don't I'm, care I, about the Avatar yeah, world. It's the world itself looks gorgeous. I just don't care about anyone that the inhabits yeah. the world. Yeah, I don't, like, the I don't care Can about I the humans. I don't care about the humans. I care about the characters. Like, the, none of the characters are interesting to me. Like, it's just cool. I mean, again, it'll probably be fun. It'll be fine. But, man, I, I just, I don't know. Avatar was like a spectacle to, to have watch a photo and mode. see. <laughs> but, but, like, what is it bringing? What what new is it bringing? It's like oh no, it's just Assassin's Creed but blue people though. No, it's Far Cry but blue people. It's the same thing. One's first person, <laughs> one's third person. You get to Our have sex in both of them. With blue people. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway. I still it's think game, visually, it's a game that needs photo mode, and like, mm -hmm. yeah, 100%. I'll play it when it's super cheap if there's a photo mode. Again, uh, yeah. Ubisoft are Ubisoft are kings of the eight eight out of ten. Like they, all their games are fine video games. Play well, Far Cry's for like twenty to thirty hours, and it's a great game. 
the Assassin's Creed we have still it used to be the same, but now they're you know to messes that are 150 to 200 hours. Um, we'll see if this follows the case of it. I hope it's the more like a traditional Far Cry where it's like you know 20 to 30 hours, but again, I just oh yeah, you're, you're gonna have to a... you're gonna have to climb trees or whatever to fucking to you know to free the zone or whatever from the from the the evil evil people and then you're gonna have to kill certain like other rare animals to make a better pouch for your arrows yep and, and there's definitely and, gonna be a random drug mission like in far cry 3 yeah. and, and you then just... you're gonna have to <laughs> yeah you're, where you, you mate with the tree that you know because you mate with everything in that game don't let them tell you otherwise yeah you fuck your mouth what of it um Jesus. And, and you do that's what happens it's messed up um but, you know and then you're gonna have to clear out camps with that are have people in them maybe one of the heavies is actually a mech and then you can call in animals like you can in every Cry game as long as they don't take element from Far Cry 6 or New Dawn, the RPG light light elements. And I say light light twice because it's, ba it's barely an RPG. Just because you equip an armor and it gives you a plus two, it doesn't doesn't mean shit in a yeah. Far Cry. And I really hope yeah. they don't translate that over to Far Cry Avatar. Damn it, um, Avatar. Sorry. I actually didn't mean that time. <laughs> Far Cry Avatar. Far Far Avatar. Far Avatar? Far Avatar? Far Cry Avatar, Far Cry, Far Cry Avatar, Far Cry Avatar Creed, Legions Far of Cry, of Crap. Far, Far Cry Avatar Creed Dance Dogs. Yes. I'm just worried that we'll get a sequel for this game. Like right now, it's fine. There's just two Avatar movies and a game. But like, if they try to do a sequel after like two of the next ones i feel like it's just yeah. gonna be too much avatar all over the place and james cameron will freeze himself and you know my future grandkids are gonna have to deal with james cameron movies mm -hmm. yeah if he's gonna get stupid rich <laughs> he's already <clears throat> well i mean uh, continue to be stupid rich yeah i just yeah yeah, he's got that dumbass money. Like, it's way too rich. It's. I don't he, know if dumbass money is a term, but yeah. He also, um, I mean, no, no. I'm, I, was, I don't like he is an ex, He is an yeah. excellent filmmaker, but his most popular properties oh. are based off of existing IP. Yeah. So, like, Terminator 2? Aliens. A, was off of Terminator. Aliens was off of Alien. Now, I know a lot of people like the... And Terminator 2 prob is a better movie than Terminator 1. Um, Aliens, better movie than Alien. I still nope. like Alien better than Aliens. Yes. Because I like, I like sci-fi horror more than I like action horror. That's just like my... If you'd like us to do a movie podcast sometime, uh, just seriously. let us know, and we'll do seriously. one. Seriously, <laughs> that'd be awesome, actually. And then, yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe Avatar is just Fern Gully. It's just Fern Gully. Yes. God, I've only watched Without... the movie once. 
I have without... I, I keep thinking about watching the second one, but I'm like, do I want to it's devolve just... three hours of my life to that? Honestly, <laughs> yeah, that's like three hours I could be using to power level in Diablo, and I'd rather do yeah. that. Or play whatever other indie game, go through your indie game backlog that I know you have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, just, just here, do this. Everybody's seen the first Avatar, right? Yeah. Name a I've character. I've seen the first Avatar and Ferngully. Um, um, name Sam a character Worthington. from Avatar. Sam Worthington. Nope. Name, name a character, not an actor. Dan Worthington? Was that his name? Sam Worthington. <laughs> No, Sam Worthington was the actor, but he played No, Dan. that would still be my answer. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Sigourney Viewer, but not from Alien. Okay, what, right is, what's her, what is her character name? Okay, we have Jake Sully, who was a main there you guy. Go. There's I am one. on IMDb, oh, that's yeah. why. No, I, remember, no. I remember Sully from the Funhouse skits with Avatar. Yeah, Sully, Jake Sully, yeah. <laughs> He speaks the true, true. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And then, uh, and then you have Michelle Rodriguez as Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah. I feel like... Wait, is I she in the first Ava one, too? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, she just... She, she plays basically the, the stereotype of herself in the... <laughs> like, in every other character she's played. A anyways, way off topic here. Yeah. Avatar game. Yeah, cool, whatever. We'll see when it comes out. It's yeah. Ubisoft. Hey, Skull and Bones is just a song now, apparently. Although, but I have it, seen Home Free in concert before. They're really good. Don't knock the musical um, guest. No, I won't <laughs> knock the, them. But um, also, apparently, uh, uh, Skull and Bones, the beta, got dropped for consoles, and now it's PC only. Wait, what? Yeah, oh I, I saw God. it on... I don't remember what? where I saw it. Just, God, it's... Oh, yep, I see like, This game is fucking how... cursed. Just many, like the pirates. How many rakes can you one person step on? This is that Simpsons meme of, you know, just rakes Sideshow everywhere. Yep. And Sideshow Bob steps on every single one. It is just a yard, not even a yard at this point. It's an ocean, haha, get it? Full of rakes. And they are hitting every single one. Okay, I have a wager for you guys. Ooh, um, what are we waging? By the war? No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> more like this is just a bet. Um, how many Sea of Thieves updates do you think will come out before Skull and Bones releases? Ooh, <sighs> like major Sea of Thieves updates or like everything? Uh, oh man, everything. Let's well, do like, like like that Monkey Island um crossover okay. that looks fantastic. Something on that level. My answer is at least six more of those. Yeah, I was gonna say six, six more new. of those. Not not of those tie-ins. Um, well, just the I, size. I think, I think he's. Yeah, um, yeah. I think. I think. I mean, I think that game comes out next year. Because I mean, at some point, Rare's um, had three big event things like that for Sea of Thieves yeah, think, each year already. I, well, but like the Pirates tie-in from last year and the the Monkey Island tie-in this year, which is amazing. I wonder what their tie-in next year will be. Maybe it'll be Sid Meier's Pirates, which would be dope. Oh, that would be but... cool. No, they'll have a they'll have a DLC called Bone and Skulls. The week Skull and Bones uh, releases. Yes. Like I wonder now. It, now it's like Sea of Thieves has become the 
like protector of all pirate IP. So like what else is there? What other pirate, pirate IP games? Can... Yeah, what other pirate games are there? Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Right. <laughs> Watch there be a crossover. Oh my god, that would be hilarious. Holy that shit, that would be funny. So good. Yeah, I just Skull and Bones just needs to be released. It should be released as an... I, just... I wish I wish they went with the early access route for Skull and Bones instead of these yeah. continuous closed betas and and just kind of like being squeamish to pull the trigger on it, release it as an early access game at a lower price, evolve it from there. That's but why I'm so have... interested to see what the terms of this can that this contract is with the Singapore government. Like whatever they they sign to get the grant for this studio, and get this money, there has to be something behind it. Like, I I I mean. We also have seen Ubisoft being completely inept and rife with nepotism in hiring family members out to studios with no experience. So <laughs> yeah. it, it could just be as simple as that. But, I mean, yeah, I, I just, I refuse to believe that they, you know... I, I, for all intents and purposes, when Sea of Thieves was released, it was in an early access state. And they treated it as such, despite it being a full-price game. And, and, and we've like seen it, it pay yeah. dividends. And we've seen it pay absolute dividends since. But you know what the most messed up part is? Skull and Bones was announced in 2017, June. Sea of Thieves well, So was Sea of Thieves. Yeah. And then Sea of Thieves came out March 20, 2018. So yep. Sea of yeah, Thieves they were had, supposed to had... come out the, the same time. Yeah. The, the, uh, that E3, the 2018 E3, um, uh, they had a big Skull and Bones, like, on the show floor. They had a big Skull and Bones, uh, like, display booth. <laughs> yeah. I remember when it was uh, when all the conversation was like, "Oh, what I want to play is the just the pirate. I'll play as the boat. I want to play as the boat from the from the Assassin's Creed Four. That's what I want to play as. <laughs> it's gonna be so much better. See if these is gonna suck. Yeah, how'd that turn out? Right. So how's your <laughs> well, how's your Ubisoft pirate game now? Yeah. Well, non-existent, but has to come out at some point. But also, how's your Beyond Good and Evil? because that's never coming out either, so. I'm gonna leave, okay? I yeah, it's, it's, listen, it's... there's not much else I can do to torture your expectations than telling you that the game did not exist. It's all the yeah. people that are also that are still complaining that Scalebound uh, never came out. That game was trash. It's a good <laughs> thing it was cancelled. Uh, I just... I remember in... Uh... 20, what, 2019, 2018, or just like a couple of years ago, they had that like 10 minute gameplay demo of Beyond Good and Evil 2 of them traversing the city. And I'm just like, take me back lines. to those days. Was it, yeah, I had hope. I remember it watching was the developer diaries live. Yep, those lives were lies. It was, it was all lies. 
It just hurts, man. But, hey, I just, hey, 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 but listen, listen. You don't need it because you're going to get Starfield. You're going to true. get these other <laughs> games. There are so many games coming out. This is year alone. That are actually coming out and exist. Yes. Yeah. yes. It, it, also, um, as of recording this on June 15th, in one week, Final Fantasy 16 is coming out. And we Dude. know that's going to be your life for a while. It, oh, yeah. It, Did anyone play the demo? Nope. Oh, it's so good. Oh, God, it's so good. I don't want to talk too much about the plot. The combat. Okay, it's not an RPG anymore or like a traditional oh, RPG. Not. Yeah, it's more like Devil May Cry with some stats, but it plays so well. The cinematic yeah, apparently... is fantastic. The soundtrack. Holy shit. Apparently Platinum oh. helped out with it. Yep. But uh, Square tasked Platinum with helping out with the combat. Which absolutely, yeah. when you look at it, you're like, yeah, absolutely. I, mm -hmm. I watched a little bit of the like launch stream or whatever they were doing, the like celebration stream of the uh, the the DMC like developer um, playing it on playing against a boss on hard and was just straight up doing all the like Devil May Cry moves against it. Yeah, no, no, this is absolutely, it's going to be awesome. And also having a mature storyline. Other Final Fantasies have had mature storylines where they've talked about stuff happening when this one, like, just straight up shows it happening. Yeah, it's also definitely the bloodiest Final Fantasy. Yeah. As in, it actually yeah. has blood involved. Yeah. Like, there's, there's just one scene in the demo. It's not really a spoiler, but let's just say someone gets crushed by a very giant rock. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Amanda or I are going to play it, so... Oh, yeah, that's all I'm going to be talking about just because, Mostly just because I don't have a PlayStation 5, so... Oh, I can't wait for that. And apparently Square Enix doesn't think that any other console exists, so... Okay. Yeah, I still don't understand that. I honestly... if it, I wish it was multiplayer, because I'd probably just play it on PC. You know, ultra yeah. wide now. Like, eh, whatever. No, no, just wait. Well. Just, just wait for a year. It'll come out to PC because that's what PlayStation's motto has been. Yeah, but I, I can't wait a year. There's no way I'm waiting. Yeah. I'll just be over here with my other games and Starfield and Destinies and Warframes. My three mile in August. Long, my three mile long list of indies and. Yeah, that too. Oh my god, I have a week to finish the Diablo storyline. Oh god. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Well, we could talk forever, and we definitely yeah. kind of got off the ball there. Now I'm going to have to call it here for the night. It's almost midnight. <laughs> yeah, it's it's gonna... late, too. Yeah. It's almost 1am gonna... here. Oh, god. Oh, jeez. <laughs> At least Nick and I are in the same time zone here. <laughs> That's true. We're going to break for a moment. After some music here, we'll be back with our goodbyes and what's on tap for us next. All right. So as usual, to end the podcast tonight, I'm going to let my co-hosts talk about where you can find them and what they're up to, starting with uh, Robin. All right, so you can find me on Twitter at Spectre Robin. Uh, that's pretty much my name for 
anything I'm on, I guess, but I'm most commonly on Twitter. You will recognize me from the fact that all I'm talking about right now is Starfield. Um, what am I up to right now? Oh, God. Uh, oh, yeah, me and my partner finished the after party on Apple TV. Fantastic TV show. Please check it out. And I'm just trying to get through Diablo because it's so damn good, but there's so much to do. And that's me. Nice, nice. I have not watched the after party yet, but it's on my list. <laughs> so good. All right. And you, sir, Mr. Anthrometal. Yes, I am Nick, aka Anthrometal. You can follow me everywhere um, on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram. I am Anthrometal everywhere. Um, and yeah, uh, all I'm doing really is uh, playing Destiny and Warframe and just tackling things as they come. Um, Forza Horizon has a, a, an achievement that takes a month to complete that I'm trying to work through. That's about it. Um, yeah, I, I don't really do much else with my time other than play video games. Ooh, also follow me on TikTok. TikTok is actually probably where I make the most of my content right now. So that's about it. Cool. What's Wait, not to get us too far off the mark, but if you could quickly explain what the month-long achievement is. Yeah, I'm very curious about that. So, so um, Forza Horizon 4, uh, starting with Forza Horizon 4, has uh, seasons, and the seasons rotate every week. So week one of a, um, uh, of a month will be the summer season. Um, week two is the fall season. Week three is winter, and week four is spring. And there are challenges, daily challenges associated with each one, as well as uh, um, uh, like other type of challenges and stuff associated through each season, so each week. So like currently uh, we are, and it just changed over, it changes over on Thursdays. So uh, just change over to winter. And um, like the, the biggest issue is that I have to, basically log on every day or every other day to make sure that I get the challenges done. Cause if not, they expire and oh. the achievement means that you have to do every single challenge, every single race, uh, challenge, whatever that is done every week for an entire week or for an entire, uh, um, there it's their like in game. I don't know what you would even call it. I don't want to say season because season would imply that it's just a week long thing, but it's yeah, like the 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 month. Um, so yeah, it's uh it's the last achievement I have in Forza Horizon 4 since that was like my pandemic game. And then I will be done with that game and I can finally start uh focusing my efforts on five. Cool. That's awesome. Learn it also was new bugged for day. a while. And um, they finally fixed the bug. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. All right. And then finally, I'm Amanda. Uh, you can find me at the Starbuck 86X, basically everywhere. Um, not up to much, applying for jobs, playing, playing all kinds of game demos. I revived my Twitch channel recently. So, you know, yay. And, oh. uh, I'm playing indie games. So if you want to check out cool indie games that I've written about, the Starbuck86x.com. I just recently wrote about the Bookwalker, which I will be talking about next time we meet. And when is next time you meet, we ask? Wow, that was English, apparently. That came out of my mouth. Close enough. 
<laughs> it's it's English adjacent. Uh, next time we get together, um, plan is to talk some of the smaller events of Summer Game Fest. So like the wholesome direct and such. But let us know what you're excited about. Let us know what you liked about Summer Game Fest at our socials at GAW underscore patch notes or at Gaming Access Weekly. Stay awesome, play all the games, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.